This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Goes by the pseudonym most nerdly. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's those nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Ditto heads. Attention, Bo Scouts. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the Soul of Excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly. It is Friday on WABC Talk Radio 77. James Golden Snurdly with you here. 800-848-WABC is the number to call us, 800-848-9222, if you want to join the program today. I have asked WABC sports gurus, sports experts, Mike Didino, and because I've been seeing TV coverage all day about something I know nothing about. A woman named Coco. Now, usually when someone introduces me to somebody named Coco, hi, Coco. Hi, James. How are you, Coco? Well, anyway, um, but I know nothing. And then last night, the environmentalist wackos were out in force in Forest Hill. You got people gluing themselves to the floor, which I didn't understand. If they're gluing themselves to the floor, why not just let them stay there? You want to stay here? Good. Call us. No, don't call us when it's time for you to use the the, the, the men's or ladies' room. But Mike, did you know you're here? You. What is all this business about? Who's who's Coco? Why is it important? What about the protesters? When did Forest Hills? I'm taking it become the next new home for the uh, the Echo Movement. Do we know what they were protesting? Well, Bo, I appreciate you having me on. I'll do my best right now. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and say I'm some tennis savant. I'm not, but I do follow the U.S. Open a little bit. We covered it last year through the station, which was fun, so I had a chance to go go to some of the matches last year, so that kind of got me into tennis a little more. But on Coco Goff, the big story is she's 19 years old and the youngest player to play and youngest American player to play in a finals since Serena Williams in 1999. So that's the big story. 19 years old from Florida. Don't want to say she came out of nowhere, but she's never been. She was around last year at the end of something. Was it the U.S. Open the last French year? Open. Or so? The French Open. She made the finals in the French Open. Okay. I, th- I think she was knocked out in the first round of the Wimbledon, which is one of the, another, one of the major tournaments. But now she had the Cinderella run, and she's dominated everyone she's played, and now she's in the finals. 19 years old. Can you imagine that? Yeah, I can, because you, you're at the peak of your youthfulness. And if, so if you started something early, by the, 19, if you've been playing something, a sport for 10, 15 years already, 
you could be pretty good. That's fair. Um, and be young. Makes me rethink what I've done with my whole entire life. But <laughs> maybe in another life I could get back at it. But then to go on to your next question, the yeah. protesters. Yeah, yeah. So there was a 49-minute delay in the beginning of the match before the match started because somebody glued themselves to the court, which is very you – know, what's up with all these wackos? So wait. So they. So it wasn't – see, I didn't know it was to the court. So they actually – Went on to they the court. They were on the court, shoeless, glued themselves to it, and then the players were removed. There was a 50-minute delay, and... The audience was not happy, I understand. They were booing, be, and... I would I'd be going irate. I mean, this is a big match to go to the finals, packed house, Saturday night... Saturday, I'm on. Thursday night, so everyone's excited for the match, and you have some Dumbo that's got to ruin it for everybody. Well, they got him out. From what I understand, they got acetone on him. But I just, I thought New Yorkers would be tolerant. I mean, after all, here's a guy that's out there protesting the climate. And I thought that's what they were all about. It's, everything is turning. I don't want you to get involved in this. I don't want to ruin your sports credibility. But everything is turning. I mean, one minute, the Democrats are telling us that they're a sanctuary, pro-sanctuary. Now they're saying, we hate the immigrants. Please get rid of them. One minute, they're telling us, we love the environment, we believe in climate change. Next minute, they're, hey, get those climate protesters off, we want to see tennis. These people don't know what they want these days. No, and I guess that's the motto for New York now. It's just kind of do whatever you want, and there's really no repercussions. And like you said, I don't love to get into the the, the politics side. I'm a sports guy, so I try to keep keep it in the sports realm. I try to, but there's some things that do rile me up. Do you uh do you ever go out with a girl named Coco? No, I've never went out with a girl named Coco. If I did, well, interesting name, obviously. Coco. Yeah, yeah. So maybe I mean maybe in the future. Maybe you, in the, now, have you ever went out with a girl named Coco? I mean, tell you, the last girl named Coco that hit me up was just it was a whole different kind of thing, man. It was a whole different kind of Coco. Yeah, hot Coco. I, I, <laughs> and I, I was young too. <laughs> Coco's an interesting name, yeah. but nevertheless, Coco Goff, 19 years old, playing Hi, in the I'm, finals tomorrow, 4 o'clock. Does I'm a guy Coco. like you tune into that? Yeah, you know what? I, I, I'm I not a huge tennis fan, but I tell you what. I do love watching the U.S. Open. For some reason, I love watching the U.S. Open. And I have. I, it started the first time I saw the U.S. Open. I was in California hanging out with some friends there who are from New York who were watching the U.S. Open. I'm like, you know what? This is actually interesting, and I like the U.S. Open. Yeah, so no, it's not bad, and um, I'll probably watch it as well. It's just, a, it's like a cool atmosphere. A lot of it'll be packed house. Obviously, it's American young girl. It's first ni- youngest girl since 1999, so that's a added reason to watch. I- I've never been a big tennis guy. You know, what's actually taking over tennis now. You ever hear pickleball? Pick- yes, I. You see it all over. It's all. I, I started getting into it a little bit. I stink. Are I'm, you I'm playing awful. pickleball? Now? I have played pickleball the last few weekends. Saturday morning, wake up, go to the courts, play pickleball. Now this feud between it's funny enough, my buddy that introduced me is telling me there's this feud between the tennis players now and the pickleballers because the pickleballers you play in the same court. And all everybody comes to the courts, they take up the tennis courts and play pickleball, and there's some big feud between the two. And the tennis people are mad. Those courts belong to they us. They belong to We're us. We're playing the real sport. So you might start to see more protests going along, maybe a uh, pickleball protest. That would be fun. Would be fun. Here's what I want to see. I want to see a pickleball versus tennis tournament. One side play pickleball, the rest 
play with your tennis court. Let's see who wins. I'll take the. I'll, I'll ride out with the pickleballs. I think it's a funner game. I think okay. it's a funner game. Don't want to offend anybody though. Well, Mike, you got to come back and keep us keep us abreast of what's going on in the U.S. Open and and all that fun stuff. Maybe next year you'll actually go there. Maybe I'll go there with you, so you can we can hang out and do like a show from the U.S. Open. Or Maybe something. we can. That would be awesome. I actually went last year and get this before I go. I got shushed. You got shushed I got by shushed. the umpire. Or I something? got shushed by a reporter in the stands. I probably shouldn't be saying this, but I got Say shushed. Say his name. Who? who, who I don't know it? anything about the guy. It's Serena Williams is playing. It's one of her last matches. Iconic venue. Everybody's locked in. I, I go over to the reporter. I ask him quickly. I say, "You know the odds on this match by any chance?" And he goes, "Shh." And I said, I "Never went back." <laughs> I got up. I said, "You have a great day. I will never be back here ever again." <laughs> well, let's go back and hang but out. But I'll go back with you. Go yeah, have yeah, a few yeah. martinis, watch some tennis. It's a good time. And find Coco. And find Coco golf. Yeah. Thank you, Mike. Bo, I appreciate you, and uh, uh, we'll talk soon. All right, bro. James Golden, the case early here. It is Friday. It is our Friday rush hour here. Now, we did talk some sports. We don't usually do that at the beginning of the show. But I want you to know there is, there will be politics. We can do some of it quick. And some of you like quickies, I know. Nancy Pelosi, yes, I know. Nancy Pelosi, 83 years old, what's, what's left with it quick, has announced that she is running for re-election in 2024. See, that was quick. What are you? What is there to say about it? Oh, please don't run. Don't do this to the country. Okay. Let's see what else there is. Aha, uh-huh, here you go. Politics. Republican senators say term pro-life may not register with voters anymore. <gasps> oh, no. Republican senators are looking for an alternative terminology for the term pro-life. After polling recently showed the phrase does not resonate with voters. That according to NBC News. So they're looking for a new term besides pro-left. I got one. I, I got one. Can I, can we, can we, can we play? Let's call it, um, um, Let's say I'm anti-baby murder. How's that? Would that resonate with photos? Voters, hey, I'm an anti-baby murder. No, that's too harsh. Um, I don't know then. Why don't you help, ladies and gentlemen? Republicans need your help. They are so worried. They are worried sick that if they stand up for being pro-life, that they are not going to resonate with voters. Can you please help your beleaguered, timid, frightened, scared, cowardly, did I say timid? Timid Republicans come up with a name so that they won't be afraid to talk about the sanctity of life and how much we value life. Please help them because they are frightened. They're polling and they don't like what they're seeing. The I have mixed thoughts about this one. This is not going to be quick. Okay, let's do a quick one. Here's another quickie. 
Everybody assumes she's running. VP speculation mounts. At South, Car- uh, South Dakota, Governor Christy Nome plans to a Trump endorsement. Yep, Christy Nome. A lot of people thought she would be running this cycle. She's beautiful. I have a picture hugging her. She's really beautiful. Beautiful lady. Anyway, Christy Nome is going to endorse Trump. Word is, yep, everybody's talking now. Uh-oh, she's the VP. She's the VP. Okay, so those are the quick political Oh, let's see. We've got other stories coming out of Fulton County. We've got a big story about these presidential libraries. I wrote about that one today, but I don't want to do that yet. It's going to take some time. But there are other stories besides those political in nature. Let us turn, it is Friday, to a few of those. Oklahoma. Oklahoma, elementary school facing a huge backlash. Do you know why? Can you guess why? Can you imagine why? Why would an Oklahoma elementary school be suffering a huge backlash? I'll tell you why. Because they have hired Chantel Mandalay as the principal. Well, James. What's wrong with hiring Chantel Mandalay as the principal? Aha. Chantel, Chantel Mandalay, you see, is a drag queen. And the Oklahoma's, I didn't say there was anything wrong with being a drag queen. I just said she's a drag queen. So stop it. And that's why the Oklahoma Elementary school is facing a backlash. Some parents feel it's inappropriate to have a drag queen running around as president. One of the parents. It's outrageous to have a drag queen running a school. You know, here in Oklahoma, that doesn't line up with Oklahoman values. <laughs> That's what you think, partner. You got some new values. Okay, here's news from Chicago. So in Chicago, (coughs) excuse me, I had to cough. In Chicago, and that happens every time I talk about Chicago, makes me want to cough. In Chicago, there is a certain head of a teacher's union. She's a black lady. Her name is Stacy Davis Gates. This woman has said some pretty interesting things in the past. She has claimed that those of you in favor of school choice are racist. Right? So she's called you racist if you believe that you should be able to choose the school that your kids go to. That's racist. She also has said a number of, she said, let me, here's the quote, here's the quote, here's the quote. School choice was actually the choice of racist. It was created to avoid integrating schools with black children. She wrote that in 2022. Well, guess what the head of the Chicago Teachers Union, who thinks that school choice is racist, and was what? guess what she's now thinking in 2023? She's sending her kid to a Catholic school. She's exercising 
she's excruciating. Yes, I said it. She's excruciating. Come on, I went to public schools. I can talk ebonic if I want to. Okay, don't don't yo don't make, yo don't make me go there yo. Y'all don't no no we ain't yo. You know what? I could do this. Okay, no, don't be looking at me like that car. Yo, I could go there. You want to go there with me? All right, we be going there, yo. Don't do this. Anyway, she is, um, <laughs> she's sending her kid to a public school. And, and then you should hear the reasons she's giving. So this is her tune now. She says, here's the truth. If you're a black family living in a black community, high-quality neighborhood schools have been the dream, not the reality. So if you're black and you live in a black community, your school sucks. That's what she's saying, number one. Head of the teachers' union. Unlike some white counterparts on the north side or in the suburbs, we aren't blessed with quality options. So I'm sending my kid because he wants to play soccer. And we don't have soccer at the hood school. So I got to send him to Catholic school. Thank you, Diego, for doing this first. Ladies and gentlemen, this is one of my all-time favorites. It is Cool and the Game. And today we celebrate the anniversary of Ronald Bell's passing. Cool and the Gang, right here from New Jersey, part of our tri-state area. I used to go see Cool and the Gang at the uh, at the uh, the theater out in Queens, and then we used to go to the Apollo and watch Cool and the Gang when they were first coming in. Cool and the Gang. Ronald Bell died on this day in 2020. Composer, singer, songwriter, arranger, producer, saxophonist, co-founding member of Cool and the Gang, died at age 68. He wrote and produced many of the songs that were hits for Cool and the Gang, including this one, Summer Madness. He wrote Cherish, Jungle Boogie. But you know, we played the song the other day, Celebration. And he said that Celebration was his favorite song. He said he wrote the song after picking up a Bible in a hotel room. And then celebration came to him. Celebrating the life of Ronald Bell. Cool in the gang on WABC Talk Radio 77. Your call's coming up, so don't go away. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Rush Hour is on the air. Attention Ditto Heads. Attention Bo Scouts. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Birthday today. David Steele. Fine Young Cannibals. 1989. This one went top five. She drives me crazy. My name is Coco. WABC Talk Radio 77 in New York. So I got to give a shout out to Philip, who's our, our screening Philip producer. So Philip, you know, I kind of gave Philip a little bit of a hard time when he revealed to all of us that he went to the Barbie movie the day that it opened. But not only did he go into the to the Barbie movie, he went decked out, pink, top to bottom. I'm like, yo, man, seriously, dude, you wore pink? He's like, yeah, I wore pink. What of it? I wore pink. I didn't know that. Yeah, I was, yeah, this happened Saturday. I'm like, man, real, I think you may, anyway. I was like, yo, Philip, man, you know, you, you don't know the thing about men. No, man, I'm, look, no. Fashion, bro. Just, I'm happy. I'm So, Philip, does this color work? You look good in pink. I, I want to see a little more on you. I, no, look, no, this is the limit. Look, you have inspired me. Because I was like, I'm, I've been thinking about that. for. I remember when I was the young rebel. I didn't care what anybody, I would wear all kind of stuff. I had earrings before anybody was earringing. I used to paint my nail. My father used to freak out. He's like, what does, James, what does this symbolize? Doesn't symbolize anything, Dan. I'm just like hanging. I'm just, you know, doing my thing. I don't know whether I like this earring. Dad, this is me. You don't have to like it. Respectfully, sir. Please don't beat my ass. Um, You know, um... But I'm <laughs> just kidding about that. But anyway, so you inspired me. It's like, yeah, why not? So I'm doing a pink shirt. Pink shirt today. Maybe tomorrow we get pink pants. A couple days, a couple weeks, we're going to transform. We're going to pink you out. I'm going to get you a pink Kangol, pink shoes, pink shirt, pink headphones. Real men wear pink. I didn't. Um, thank you, Philip. This one step I'm cool with. And thank you for your inspiration. All right, so <laughs> we have a lot of phone calls. But I want to just, okay, so for those of you, and some of you do, make it a point to set your radio to 7 a.m. in the morning. I was going to do a story today, but I want to put it off to tomorrow because I wrote about this story on The Daily BS. I wrote about it today, thedailybs.com, thedailybs.com. The presidential centers from Hoover to Bush and Obama unite 
to warn of the fragile state of U.S. democracy. This I'm going to take on tomorrow. I wrote about it. I will read from the AP story if you want to get a heads up. You can go to the Daily BS and check out what I wrote about it because this is bogus. This is not what it purports to be. Also tomorrow, Her Royal Highness, the Princess, Princess Di is back. She joined us last week. We were so delighted to have Her Highness back. She will be with us tomorrow on the Saturday morning radio extravaganza. Quick note and thank you for our owner, John Casamitidis, and our owner, Margot Casamitidis, for last night, Big Gala, WABC, in honor of Cousin Brucie. It was a class act. 100% total class act. The entertainment, awesome. Del Pescopo, Tony Orlando, Brucie, it was awesome. Tommy James from time, remember Tommy James and the Shondells? Man, there was a lot going on. And my dear friend Rita Cosby and I, and I met Rita's husband. We sat next to each other. Very, very cool. Big thanks to everybody. You know, we have a lot, a lot of people here at the station that contribute to make things like this. Pull it off. And I want to thank all of them because they work tirelessly and they make everything look good and make everything seem uh, seem seamless. And it is a lot of work that goes into something like this. They were there till uh, they were there at eight a.m. or something, nine a.m. Wow! All day, all day. Well, and so thank you, everybody. We're going to take a break. Come back. Telephone calls coming up. 800-848. WABC. It is Friday. And it's our Friday rush hour. 1973. This day. Marvin Gaye. Started his run at number one. With this song, Let's Get It On, on WABC Talk Radio 77. Bo Snurley with you. Coming back, your call's coming up too, so don't go away. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Stevie Wonder, 1984. On this day in 1984, I just called to say I love you was at number one on the UK charts. Now, what's significant about that, and I almost, I didn't, I, I find this hard to believe, but it's true. This was Stevie's first number one single. His first one in the UK. Now, he's had so many over here, but he had been charting since 1966 over in the UK. This is the first one of his singles that went number one over there. And it stayed number one for a month and a half. Of course, Stevie, number one artist here in America. 
since his first record, Fingertips, came out. And there's another one about this song that I remember. There's, I, I think it was... It was one of the three tenors. I don't. I, I want to say it, it wasn't plus, plus Domingo. It was... Or maybe it was Inglesis. Anyway, one of them said that this song is so deceptive because it sounds so easy to sing until you try to sing it if you're a professional. And then you hear all the nuances that it takes to actually pull it off. All right, let's get to the telephones. Rick in Elmwood Park, New Jersey. You're on WABC Talk Radio 77. James Golden, Buzz Nerdy with you. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing, James? Very well, thank you. You know, uh, CO2 is a weak greenhouse gas that only absorbs outgoing long-wave radiation strongly in one range, 14.9 microns, where water vapor absorbs it at 2, 4 through 8, and 20 through 70. Plus, water vapor is about 95% of all greenhouse gases, where CO2 is about 3%. So it doesn't really matter. The reason why they protest the U.S. Open is because climate protesters have smaller balls than female tennis players. Ooh, well, well, well. Interesting. You know what? I I have a prediction to make, but I don't want to make it. You have seen the level of these uh, the protests going up. You see these people sitting in the roadways, not just here, but in Europe. And increasingly, people are becoming more and more agitated with these protests. You see them defacing art. Famous art. You see them. Uh, yesterday, there was another one of these protesters that interrupted um, a fashion show. I think part of Fashion Week or something. And it was Coach that was presenting something. So you get this woman dressed up and, and the, she was naked, but she had on, you know, the body paint. And she comes out, another woman behind her, uh, you know, stop skinning animals or whatever it is. She was from PETA. I, if the, the more and more of these protests start interfering with people going about their business, whether they're going for entertainment, whether they're on the way to work or whatever, these people on these highways, this is a dangerous situation. Somebody could be in a life or death situation and you've got these people sitting in the road creating traffic jams for hours. I predict there is something very bad that this is not going to turn out well. So far, there hasn't been anyone, I don't want to say it, I just, I'm just going to make the prediction. This is not going to end well if these kind of protests keep up. You cannot keep inconveniencing people like this and expect there will be no repercussions, no real repercussions from the people themselves. Uh, Andrew and Stan Hope, you're on WABC. It is hard. Cool and the gang. I went to school with his, both of his daughters, and she told an interesting story that um, when she would tour in Europe with her father in the summer, because they were black, they didn't want them to stay in a certain hotel or area. So that was, uh, you know, blew my mind as an eighth grade kid. And that would be like the Democrats in the South under Biden and stuff. But I want to say with um, immigration, 
like usually Governor Patterson, but he'll probably be on next. He was saying that there's no legal system to immigrate here, so people have to come here illegally. And I did a story for Fios where they labeled it the same. They said immigrants are being rounded up. First, they're illegal immigrants, and they're not being rounded up. And I said, my wife's an immigrant. How? I don't know what happened to your line, Andrew. It was awesome. Okay, repeat that. You said your wife is an immigrant and what? No, the lady that ran the protest was saying the same thing as Governor Patterson. There's no way to legally immigrate to this country. So I said, well, how did my wife get here? She's here legally. She's an immigrant. Should I tell her to hide under the bed that she's going to be rounded up? (laughs) So I exposed the lies that often the left, They'll tell that lie that there's no legal. Well, here's the thing, and and I'm going to give Governor Patterson the benefit of the doubt on this one. He may be talking about the asylum process, which is five years backed up in the court. We talked about that, 5.8 years backed up with court. And so anyone that's coming in trying to claim asylum now, good luck. There is no real way to secure your claim, which means to me, though, Andrew, that you're right, that everyone coming in here is illegal because this cannot be adjudicated. It is a farce, not to mention that the asylum program is a farce in and of itself. We're not really vetting these claims. This is all a lot of make-believe. It is a farce. So this entire immigration system is built on dishonesty, and it has to be dealt with. There's a story today in the New York Times. This one I may hold to tomorrow as well when I have more time to launch. Here's a story in the New York Times today, folks. Get this. Get this. Sit down. Sit down. If you're not, sit down for a second. Get this headline from these lefties over on 40 Deuce. GOP gets the Democratic border crisis it wanted. What the f- the the Republicans get the Democrat border crisis they wanted. Number one, we have not wanted a border crisis. Republicans have wanted border security. The Democrat border crisis is the crisis that Joe Biden and you Democrats wanted, which is why you went back on everything that Trump did to secure the the, the border. And further than that, you have never wanted border security. I'm going to take this one apart tomorrow. Andrew, thank you for your call. I appreciate you. Let us go to Max in Manhattan. You're on WABC, Boston Early's Rush Hour. Yeah, Bo, thank you for taking my call. Um, I'm going to – I have a little re- re- story here, but it's going to relate to Adams. And um, – it seems that uh, Azerbaijan, the country of Azerbaijan and Armenia, have been going at it and warring for years. And they're uh, fighting over a region called Nagorno-Karabakh. Um, when the Azerbaijanis get a hold of the Armenian women, they rape them and they cut their heads off. Um, I'm bringing this up because there's a recent visit by the president's, uh, one of his right-hand men by the name of Frank Caroni. And he just went to Azerbaijan to hang out there and discuss world politics. I thought that was a bit odd, considering someone who's supposed to be ha- helping the mayor is being is involving himself with world politics right now, with a, with a guy who's uh, involved with some 
nefarious war. So what is the point of all of this, Max? I'm, you're losing me. I don't know where this is going. What is your point here? Well, why is uh, uh, Mayor, uh, Mayor Adams' assistant or uh, right-hand man, Frank Caroni, going over to Azerbaijan? Okay, this where... is something that you actually should get answers to. I'm not the person to get answers to. Thank you for bringing it to our attention. But this deserves to be looked at. If you uh, so, I would suggest that you get a hold of the mayor's office and ask him, and ask them, and then let us know what they said. I'm hope I'm throwing this out there, hoping this will reach the mayor's office. Uh I don't think it's going to reach the mayor's office from this. To be totally frank with you, they're not. They don't care whether you're calling here asking for it. Somebody's going to have to dig deep on this. And if you, it sounds like this has interest to you, call them, ask them why, find out, let us know. Thank you, Max. Appreciate you. Robert, Brooklyn, New York, you're up next. How are you? Uh, good afternoon. Thanks for taking my call. Just a couple of points. Um, you know, Mayor Adams has spoken, said that the migrant crisis will destroy New York City. That's right. And well, the thing is, who's responsible? I mean, obviously, you have Biden, but where's Senator Schumer? Where's Senator Gillibrand? Where's Hakeem Jeffries and the other Democrats you just alluded to? Oh, there and what you about the voters? What there about- you people go again. Robert, Robert, Robert. Here you are. The city is about to be destroyed. And here you are. Instead of finding ways to help the city not be destroyed, you're pointing fingers at Democrats. You're trying to blame the Democrats. Robert, Robert, Robert. Your question should be, how did Donald Trump cause all of this? Your question should be, How did those evil Republicans make this happen? Instead, you're calling here and you're pointing your finger at Democrats. Everybody knows the Democrats don't do anything. The Democrats do no wrong. The Democrats wanted people to come here to Sanctuary City. They want people to take care of the immigrants. They're helping. And here you are pointing your finger at the Democrats. Shame, Robert, for shame. What do you have to say about yourself, Robert? Well, guilty as charged. I mean, I mean, the Democrats are responsible for this mess, and now he's saying he's going to have to cut funds for programs that the whole that the general public uses. That's right. And now the other point is that, wait, wait, wait! Not just funds, not just funds. Don't forget about what's going on in the schools. You know, your kid may not have to. Your kid may have to be in a classroom now that's like forty, fifty people not getting education. Guess what else? Your kid might get COVID because these the the young immigrant children are not, they don't have to have vaccines. Your kids do. But they're better citizens. They, they're first-class citizens. Your kids are second-class citizens. What do you got to say about that, Robert? You know, that's very interesting because about a year before COVID, they shut down yeshivas despite their First Amendment objections to taking the vaccine, they shut down yeshivas. That's right. And you're only supposed to do that if you have a compelling interest. Meanwhile, they're giving 30 days for these illegals. Now, the 30 days seems completely arbitrary, and there's no necessary compelling First Amendment interest. And, um, you know, just one other thing. Karen Kingston pointed out that when Trump gave a contract to Pfizer for these 
uh, vaccines, the COVID vaccines. I think it's stipulated when he gave them the control, you know, uh, he gave them the patent with, you know, property of it. He stipulated it should be safe and effective. And, you know, if you investigate that, I think many people have had heart attacks, athletes have dropped dead. Oh, no. We can't allow that misinformation to go on here. Oh, boy. Oh, no. How dare you? Oh, no. Um, um, uh, there are some interesting things that you can look at that actually talk about what has happened when people were mandated to get these vaccines. And Ron Johnson is out there talking about the vaccine injured and how nobody wants to hear about the vaccine injured. The only reason I cut you off is because we got to go check in with Lou Dobbs. I want you to call again, and let's pick this from where you left off, my friend. He's on the track. He's on the track. He's driving. On the track. Benjamin or a birthday today. The cars. Where this one drive on WABC Talk Radio 77. Lou Dobbs coming back with rapid phones. Don't go away. Who's gonna tell you things aren't so great? This is The Rush Hour with Bose Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Celebrating the life of Ronald Bell. Cool in the game. Said this was his favorite song. He wrote it after picking up a Bible in a hotel room. Ronald Bell died on this day in 2020. He's celebrating big time now. Let's get to the next thing. James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurdly, presents Rapid Phones. And you know the deal. Get right to your point when you get on. Let's start with David in Staten Island. Thank you for taking my call. Let's have a moment of silence. For September 11th, everybody have a moment of silence. As for the Republican Party leadership, finalist Frank Lutz roommate Kevin McCarthy, it doesn't surprise me. He doesn't do squat for the Second Amendment like the turkey throat Mitch McConnell. God bless America. Thank you, David. Midge in New Brunswick, New Jersey, you're up next on Rapid Phones. James, can you hear me? I hear you. Okay, thank you, Stevie Wonder. Just five seconds of harmonic pleasure for you, James. Well, all right, and thank you, my man. Sonny, by the way, it was Sonny Rollins' 93rd birthday yesterday. This Sonny Rollins, if you don't know who he is, is one of the icons in jazz. And this man is an incredible musician, celebrated 93 years on Earth yesterday. Sonny in Rockland County, you're up next on Rapid Phones. Yes, Bo, I have to say, I've never heard, I've never heard a song I didn't like on your show that's all great, and I love it. So just keep on going, going strong, and, and I like the last one you, you, you just sounded off. So just keep it up, bro. Thank you. I appreciate it. 
Susan, Finger Lakes, New York, you're up next on Rapid Phones. Okay, yeah, the United 78th United Nations General Assembly is about to descend upon New York with their, uh, you know, uh, these nations um, of despots, and they are going to be having a vote and a big uh, panel discussion on preventing the next pandemic as we take if we were willing to take responsibility, this is going to be including a, pa- a vaccine passport, a digital health certificate that is going to be, uh, uh, they are talking about putting it into action. And we really need to have, uh, they are having a panel discussion, but it's sold out at 530, uh, 5th Avenue. All right, Susan. Thank you. You know I'm on tomorrow, Susan. We can talk about this more. Greg. In Vernon, New Jersey, you're up next. Hi, well, this about the uh, Republican Party. They got their heads so far up there, you know. Watch, they need a window in their stomach just so they can see where they're walking. <laughs> if they can't, if they can't find a, a, a theme to rally around, Judeo-Christian values is what made this country great. That's where they need to return. That's where we lost it. And they're still That's arguing, they're... and they're still now upset because they can't find the term. Oh, the voters don't like the term pro-life. Oh, what are we going to do now? Oh, we need a term that voters like. Number one, if they ever defend pro-life, the voters will understand it. Defend it. Stop running away from it. Greg, thank you so much. Tony in Clifton, New Jersey, you're up next on Rapid Phones. Hey, James. I heard... um... I just called to say I love you live. I was I saw Stevie Wonder on the Bill Cosby show. We weren't aware he was even going to be on. And I have to tell you, it was one of the highlights of my life. Oh, wow. What a great way to end the show today. Thank you. Here at 7 a.m. tomorrow, bright and early. Hope you are, too, on WABC Talk Radio 77. May God bless and protect each and every single one of you your family, your loved ones. Love, gratitude for your being here today with me. God willing, back tomorrow, bright and early at 7 a.m. for our Saturday morning radio extravaganza. See you then. Bye.